Hello, hello, hello. How are you all doing? Wow, you're all here. Excellent. Excellent. What is up, everybody? How are you doing? How are we doing, man? I'm doing exceptional now that you're here. Hello. Hi. Hello. It's the wonderful people from the film that is, I just, I can't even. We'll, we'll, we'll wait till everyone's <laughs> on board. What is up? Hi. How, how are you doing, Albert? Not bad, not bad, man. Easy peasy. This is going to be funky, Isaac, because you're vertical. I'm going to have some, uh, and you're oh, vertical too. That's okay, Becca. Oh, oh Becca, if you could go horizontal, because I just want the end zoom call to look at like this amazing thing. Only if it's possible. Do you know how? How's that right there? I think uh, Isaac. I, you... I just turned my. I just turned mine. Uh, road <laughs> Obviously, I think that's all you need to do. Yeah. You just have to, you just have to, sometimes in life, you just have to turn things around. You know what I mean? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Zai? Hey. hey. Oh, everyone's so wonderful. Yeah. Such great energy. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Damn. Hello. Oh, my, my, my. Okay. So, you know what, Rebecca? If you are committed to the vertical, we will, we will go with the vertical. I think we're going to do um, that. Well, I can't. I'm on my phone. So yeah. if I turn my phone, you guys will be sideways. Oh, yeah. And see, then that not would not be good for uh, for anyone. And so, Isaac, <laughs> you turned us sideways. Are we sideways to you or are we? As... No, it's, I have the iPad app. So it just oh, look at you with me. Okay. That's okay. Well, you know what, <laughs> Becca? It just means that I'm going to get. That's okay. I'm just going to get super. Oh, no. <gasps> I'm going to I'm going to see. Oh, there we go. Is this is this good? That's a little bit better, but it's all okay, good. You know it, what? We're going to have a... This is going to be a fun time. I love creating Zoom masks, so you're in luck. It's going to be fantastic. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. It's hard because it's like like looking at the sun. There's just too much fucking hype in front of me. Like this this many... <laughs> this many... Awesome. Are you kidding me with this fucking film? 754,000 views wow that, that sounds better when you announce it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's crazy and and that is symptomatic again obviously ultimately this is art and commerce the eternal dance that we've done for like since time immemorial but i feel as though this is i mean that's the thing with when you're a community project it's just entirely on the art side like i am doing a talk later in in, in melbourne uh for melbourne games week uh podcast patterns and parables which is just about um the interactive art form and how as you guys have evidenced how able to cross the spheres it is like you can actually now with hbo again another great symptom you know uh i dare say though you guys were at it you know in terms of filmmaking in this space since way before the hbo stuff was announced and they have a lot to learn from you guys you know what i mean so um that's just Thanks, yeah man. Absolutely, absolutely. So that it's, as you can probably tell, it's very hard for me to pick a place to begin. I've got it looping in front of me. There are a couple of fucking shots in this where I'm like, if they don't, first of all, if they don't contact these people for like something, they have to be involved somehow. You know what I mean? Like you've passed the gauntlet, like you've proven your worth to like HB fucking O. Let's go. You know what I mean? Like number one. Number two, there are a couple of shots where it's like, they just need to straight up use that exact shot, that exact angle. And this is not a given with uh, community films. It's it's only the ones that really push through that quality barrier that give me that level of like, oh my God, it's like I'm watching it kind of, kind of shit. So uh, just, yeah, I would honestly keep going for the entire hour, just loving on you guys so hard, but I guess we should let everyone else talk. Um, well, 
There you go. Let's go with, uh, you know, counterclockwise or whatever. So, Becca, how does the day find you today? Oh, I'm good. I actually thought this was uh, tomorrow because I looked <laughs> at the yeah. this tomorrow for you, and I looked. Up, that's the only time I looked at, and I was like, and then Isaac messaged me, and I'm like, oh yes, no, I can do that still. No, no worries. <laughs> Thank um, you. So yeah, I am very happy to be here. Um, we've kind of done a lot of these interviews now, which is it's really really cool that it's. Uh, traveled all around the world and you know it just shows how big and passionate the last of us community mm. is um so yeah i'm i'm happy to be here thanks for contacting us no worries at all i also as like i've done some acting stuff and i know obviously with uh, podcasting it is all about being able to pivot and like i can record now so i want to show professional admiration for that ability to be so flexible so thank you appreciate it nice yeah no worries um my friend isaac bring it in man just and you too Rebecca. don't hugs like i'm just uh i can't like i'm gonna bring uh, it in right there yeah. yeah the love is the love the love is real um how have you been isaac I've been well. Uh, um, thank you so much for having us on here. I've been super psyched about it, and uh, nice. it's—I uh, mean, I'm—I'm always—I'm always very grateful to be able to talk about it. And you know, being uh, doing a couple of interviews now and everything—it's—it seems so surreal. You know, <laughs> this whole thing, this whole. What did you think was going to happen by turning out such a fucking high quality <laughs> thing? Come on, man, you humble buffin. Yeah, <laughs> you know, cool. it's uh, a, a lot of it was just like, you know, like I said, it was uh, uh, before it was ran on passion. And it just wasn't for this whole crew here, including, I mean, everybody here in this call, as well as the whole cast I mean, was was really just was was so for and excited to do it and big fans. And also, if we wouldn't had our, our fearless leader, Tommy, right there, you know, I mean, this wouldn't have happened. Oh, oh we'll get to Tommy. We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> that monster. Okay, cool. Um, that's great. I'm, I'm glad. I'm so glad to hear that, man. So um, and we're going to do a lot of these roundtables. So I'm, I'm I'm I have so many things to say to each of you about each of your aspects of what you've contributed. So love and light to you, man. Um, <laughs> Psycho. Dude, when you walked on screen, I was like, I had to do a double take. I was like, hold on. How did they like that's that's him though like that's from the game because and just because the the how you carried yourself with like sort of that that burden and that sense of like oh man this fucking world that i'm in am i right and that's that's tommy he's a little bit he's got that levity to him and then he he just on a dime like knows how to snap towards like okay it's serious and we need to we need to like focus up so but uh yeah man how have you been good albert nice to meet you thanks for having me on um oh, good man <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a it was a crazy experience. It was I mean I, I'm a huge Last of Us nerd too. Um, I fucking love the first game. I absolutely adore the second game, mm. and I was just so uh, felt so fortunate to be a part of this. Tommy, yeah. you killed it, bro! Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, you you so and so, Tommy. What do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> oh my god, I'm just well. Thank you for having me here. I've been. Um, it's been great to have all these interviews afterwards. I'm so happy that the community has uh, taken the film so well. I actually was, you know, I was so nervous to put this out there because I understand, especially now that HBO is making something, that the fan base is very sensitive about how um, 
any type of film recreation should approach the material. But it comes um, from love. Like you've heard my co-hosts before, you yeah, know, say these things. Is, and But you don't, and I just want to say, you've probably heard a lot of it. Just shut out the ones who are the inflexible ones because that has nothing to do with you. That's their own issues. Parenthood, dissatisfied in their own lives. Nothing to do with your casting choices. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you fucking, you put out a banger, man. You really did. Yeah, I mean, it was just all from passion. This has been literally my favorite game, my favorite story. I mean, this is what got me into filmmaking when I was in high school. Um, since the first game came out and I've always just wanted to make like a professional cinematic kind of recreation of it um, to the best of my abilities. And I felt that, you know, over the past year I had kind of gotten there. I had the equipment. Um, I, I thought that I could get the people together, which I clearly got the most amazing crew together, cast of people. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just like, it was kind of just a, it was all based on faith. Like I think every single person just had faith for it. Um, no matter what pushed us back, we kept going forward. No matter what happened with fundraising, the failures with that, like everything. Mm -hmm. um, we literally just kept pushing and we were like, we're going to finish this and we're going to put this out to the community. Um, and we're just going to use every bit of our passion for the lore of it, the characters. For me, like the way that the cinematography is in the game, the lighting, everything. I was like, I'm just gonna put everything into it. Everything. I'll just. I'm just why I took a photo. I'm just gonna show you. So, and I just wanted because it's kind of surreal to have you guys and then the thing running. So that is fucking rad. Um, but the re the reason <laughs> I, I say specifically the cinematography is um, are you ready for you know they have icebreaker things or whatever at the start of things. So I am. Uh, I just. I'm. I cast myself omnidirectionally in terms of genre, music, fucking. But my my core, my son that I orbit around is interactive. You know, um, and uh, okay. So icebreaker, embarrassing thing, whatever. So for me, I, you know, I don't really like the, you know the Twilight films, right? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, my the reason why I lead from cinematography and I actually lead aesthetically and then themes come and then the deeper layers and the symbolism comes is this is so arresting visually. Like, like as soon as you are that opening shot, you, the walls are immediately down and you're just invited in. And from that, because it is that non-verbal sense of like, Oh, we've, we've done our work cinematographically location wise, like, trust me, like, you investing your audiovisual time in us, even without a single line of dialogue or a single performance scene, it's just there's love there and there's passion there. Boom, you know, and because you can't outright nail it. Like, obviously, you were gifted by the location you shot in. You know, it can't hurt to shoot where you guys shot, you know. Um, yeah. But then, you know, rolling in, Rebecca, with just everything. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're the you're the anchor of this whole thing. And it... uh yeah, and you're gripped. I was just leaning in. I was all the sort of the body language things of like, I like you, you really, really care. And that's the that's what Naughty Dog were able to do. And that's what in your own idiosyncratic way we're able to carry forward as well. And so that's a huge testament to you guys. I'm sure you've probably heard a couple of different variations of that with these interviews you've been having. But uh, but anyway, I suppose I OK, you know what? See, I avoided it. So I love the twi that first Twilight movie. I fucking love it. Not for anything else other than the fucking cinematography, right? Um, and that just shows you how, like, there is an angle into uh, Last of Us where there's like, you know, Tumblr boards and stuff, how they would do like mood and stuff. Like, for example, Last of Us unofficially has, you know, claimed certain aesthetic 
vibes you know it's like now you just point to something and that's last of us you know um and i love the idea for example and this is very radical because it's like i'm i'm deep in the sphere of interactive i but i desperately care about bringing more people in you know and i am so curious about the certain aspects of things that even if you don't have much familiarity with the rest and even if you don't enjoy the rest we just recorded um elden ring where we were just talking about hey if you've never fucking heard of um uh you know miyazaki there you have the george r R. martin and then suddenly you're in number one number two those games are fucking hard and a lot of people are ashamed to say that they didn't play the rest you know and so i love the idea of someone picking something that they love about something and diving in you know and i would love to hear how each of you came into knowledge of the last of us if it was something like yeah i saw um you know, someone talking about the the game. You know, I just I, I love that omnidirectionality of everyone coming together from no matter what angle. And we are like anti gatekeepers. <laughs> we just like keep all the and so we have no judgments. And also, it's very it, now it's it's a disclaimer we have to do. We love The Last of Us Part Two. We will not accept yeah. people <laughs> discussing it in like unfair um, and biased and close-minded terms because uh, you know you, we should be able to admit to you know uh you know our thoughts and critiques about things but at the same time it's you have to get with the overall spirit of things you know and um and so i kind of yeah i'll do a little round table so becca how did you first come into the world of the last of us well um i i was never i was always interested in um like i've always loved horror thriller and zombie and like infected uh specifically Mm. and um i actually was pretty pretty scared of things like that and then i grew to love it and i think i feel like my brothers started playing i can't like remember specifically that time uh but i'm pretty sure my brothers maybe started playing it um but i learned about last of us when it came out and um i feel like that's when I feel like Last of Us was like the first game I really started to play a lot. Um, And so I have been a fan since it came out and I always loved Ellie as a character. Um, There was no one else like her and um, she was just so, just so (laughs) many great things about her. Um, And- She's very human, I would say. Very human. Yeah. Totally. And yeah, I, gosh, 2013, that, and that, like, the, the second game just had its one year anniversary yesterday, oh, which was trippy. crazy. Um, and yeah, and then, you know, we had that long break from, um, like, until part two. And then when part two came out, I'm like, oh my gosh, Ellie's older now. Like, and I, remember like I was I cosplayed as younger Ellie and I went to conventions and I would meet like other cosplayers who were who were Ellie there we would take pictures together um but <clears throat> Ellie is the only character I've cosplayed as before mm. 
and then I yeah, have to operate. stop you right now. I have to because I like listeners, everyone listening. It's like we she just sort of went into that and sort of maybe we take for granted whatever, but literally, uh, you know, uh, not effortlessly, but just like because they put a lot of effort into Last of Us. But as you saw, there was just that sense of oh, ah, this is just something I love. There was no barrier of like this is a game or whatever. Like you just you fell into it that way. And then as you just said, the reason why I interrupted, I wouldn't dare to, but it's because I would I would have um I just had to make a moment of like how. Oh, yeah, you're, that was the one thing. Like Last of Us was the one game you've done that for, the one thing I've cosplayed as, and and that's how it can yeah. function. It can function as this bridge, and this is going to go into this whole thing about how I want this podcast to function as a bridge for you guys getting involved in the HBO series. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's okay. No worries. Yeah, apologies. Please continue, Becca. No, no don't be sorry. Um, no, that's a great point. Like Ellie, like she's my favorite character. Um, ever and um, yeah, like it. I mean, the cosplay is so fun. Like she has a bunch of different outfits. And this and this second game, I love especially when you know she's older and um, there's just I just love Last of Us. She also so happens much. Like, to be. Oh. She also happens to be you. Yes. <laughs> like they. Yeah. they tell me. Tell me. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The fucking casting. Are you? You're, you're, you're killing me here. It's, you, you absolutely nailed it. Mannerisms, even here in, in the chat, just, and that's how you know you've cast well, is because you've cast her itself. And there's some of the hair stuff and just the, how we carry ourselves is just this essence of who the person is. And you're actually saving yourself a lot of acting effort by just finding Ellie and casting her, you know? Oh. You know, there's, there's no effort required, you know, no contrivance. She was Ellie. She experienced Ellie so much by playing the game so much that she just knew. Um, that's why I was so, so impressed. I played all, it so much. <laughs> yeah, literally, this was all done states away. We were thousands, you know, we we're thousands of miles away, and we didn't get to have like I didn't get to have prep time with with Becca where we're together and we're going over the acting. Like we didn't get time to do that. It was literally we had Skype sessions. We talked in depth about kind of the script and everything. We met up the day of, and we just got to it. And that was definitely something I was like, man. I really hope that, you know, <laughs> she is able to just be Ellie. But if she isn't, it's okay, because we'll work on it and we'll get there. But she just was. And I remember everybody was, like, everyone was speechless when she started doing it and she was all dressed up in the character. And just, I think I'm even more impressed with how Rebecca, all the tiny movements, the action, like when she's crawling through and she's tapping the guy in the neck, like every beat was on point. And I didn't have to micromanage it to be like, okay, wait a second. Then like, she just knew how to do it and do it just like Ellie in the game. Yeah. That's what was super impressive to me. And I mean, that goes with Sai too, is Jesse, like, and, and Ellie, you know, like all of them. Frankly, um, we do need to, we got to get you back because it's just gonna, the whole pie chart of this chat will just be 40% Albert effusive praise and, <laughs> you know, diving into analysis and stuff because, I know, uh, especially in the increasing, um, you know, uh, sh you know, instant gratification age, short attention span age, people straight up forget to thank creators for like what they've done, you know, uh, and the effort they've put in because they're always scrolling to the next thing. So I like to kind of take on their debt <laughs> and deliver that through. Yeah. I'd be I'd be this way anyway, but hopefully I can go some way to acting as this sort of voice piece for just so much appreciation that now I actually do want to make all the listeners feel guilty. I want you to all go on their Twitters, <laughs> all of these people, and actually like one for one thank them for sure. Speaking of thanking, Mr. Producer Man, Isaac, 
So how, I mean, I think is there's all the rote kind of standard boring questions of like how you got involved. Have you and Tommy been involved, like uh, just like collaborated for a while or was this uh, you met up on the project? Yeah, Tommy, I actually worked together 10 years ago when I was working at Naughty Dog. So it was perfect. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, uh, we met, we met it. Actually, it's been like maybe I want to say two years now, Tommy, we've, we've known each other. Um, and uh, we kind of like. I actually found out uh, about the film through Amy Kay, who played younger Ellie, mm. um, and uh, it was a uh, it was it was kind of a no brainer. I mean, I, I saw some of his work before beforehand, and um, and his cinematography was was already amazing in my eyes. So to see that somebody was was doing something that wanting to stay as authentic, I mean, you got to see that on just the page where um you got it where people could donate out he tells basically the story of what he wants to do and the dedication that he was in and um and uh, he and i got to talking about the film after i had donated and had an interview with him at the first time and then we uh we just kind of hit off so well that we forgot that we were even interviewing and and just like just started to riff so well with each other that it was a no-brainer to work with each other and we were both huge fans of it and uh and we, you know, we're talking almost every day to the point we're just like, hey, you, you want to, you want to work together on this, you know? And even on the way to set, we, we were coming up with new ideas that were original to shoot. So it's just, it, it's just so easy to work with somebody that that you get along so well with, you know? Mm, that's nice hearing the, um, the you can hear it in like whatever creator, you know, set like light lighting, costume, whatever actor crew. There's a certain tone that their voice takes when it's like oh yeah and then the spirit of this big thing kind of just found its way into each of us and then we all kind of moved and as one organism to realize it and to to bring it forward into what it what it wanted to be and it is very cohesive there's a lot of again it's not usually not too much of a, of a given with community uh but thing is it's like i need to shed that we're we're really much we're very much in an age where this is just a film you know it's like oh fan film whatever it's like it's just a it's a fucking stunning film and uh uh who who was the editor on this baby like is, that guy right there tommy was he did. i i <laughs> again so i'm sorry to bring up my twilight thing not only does it weirdly <laughs> listen listen there's a pacific do you guys shoot in the pacific northwest or what what where is that is that europe or no we were in um, the oregon so we oregon. were oh my fucking we were, god we were right next to where twilight was twilight Washington, yeah so i'm gonna yeah. have to i'm gonna have to legitimately take a moment because you guys are so fucking lucky <laughs> for working there. well actually the house that, uh, the cullen house is actually in oregon so you know a lot of oh, people go yeah. over there just to yeah so then i guess i, yeah, I, I mean it looks like exactly like an hour course. away from that house you do yeah <laughs> yeah probably yeah so wow i actually have to kind of do a bit of um you know emotional self-dialoguing here at the moment <laughs> i feel like freaking the fuck out and being like okay we're gonna go to oregon i'm gonna meet up with you guys next year completely derail the show but i'm almost 300 episodes in i can keep it together but it is a testament to how fucking much i love that place firstly it's a testament that i'd even publicly say i like twilight in any form that i just like for me for me you said something in the pacific northwest um it's just yeah i mean I want to show you the artwork, for example, of Eric Roper um, as well. Like that sense of, you know, because and in Days Gone, obviously, there's a certain mm. quality to that, to that environment where it's so like ancient and old. And and again, you just you're called to attention just by the premise of of, of, of being set there. 
And uh, now Seattle, uh, my geography is maybe a bit off. Is that Cascadia as well? Uh, that kind of no, it's it's a bit bit of a different sort of side of the um, uh, side of the of the of the states, right? Uh, Tommy. Yeah. So you have Oregon and Seattle's in Washington, so it's basically yeah. above it. Um, okay. Yeah, it's right above it. Like oh yeah. So not not too far from from one another, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I lived in Washington for about two years, and it's uh there's. It can it can get quite uh, confusing in certain spots because Seattle is kind of like I like thinking of Seattle as like as almost like LA. You you think you, people say they stay in LA, but there's like cities in in the city almost. You know, it's got you got like mm -hmm. little cities like you mm -hmm. know Burbank, Burbanks, you know Santa Monica, all around it that are still like in the, within the LA area. Mm -hmm. And so you know Seattle has towns all around it, but like there's like this one like kind of giant hub within the city that people go to, and it's you know where the where like the space needle is and the ferris wheel you know it's just kind of like that's that's uh that's kind of like the the landmark of seattle and then you have like islands across that are you know you won't you wouldn't even know are there you know people just think it's just water like off to the southwest side of it but then you know you got little islands there that are still kind of considered the seattle area but not really in it so that's it's uh really cool. it's 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 quite a fun area to be in i i actually miss it a lot <laughs> i want to go Aww. back well, I'm gonna go to Seattle in a few weeks to find all the Last of Us places. Oh uh, my goodness! <laughs> okay, so that has to be a photo the aquarium. Absolutely. Yeah, the aquarium yeah, looks amazing. Go. Yeah, I've, I've been to Seattle once, but that was like several years ago. So. Okay, yeah, Becca's you gotta go Becca's, on, you gotta Last go of Us costume. tour. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go on costume. <laughs> <laughs> costume. Yeah. Costume. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, mm, you're giving me ideas. Well, you have to join her <laughs> with, as Jesse, and and thank you for the segue. Uh, Dude, so I mean, again, you can, and it's almost like I, I feel like what, what I suppose is a bit of a Rorschach, I guess. You know, Isaac, we, we sort of went into the collaboration with Tommy, but if I were to give you a blank slate on this, you, this project, obviously, you can say about hey, like, you know, being involved with it and the interviews and you mentioned, but as a creative person, and then maybe even as you mentioned, you're a Last of Us buff. Uh, I guess what was the most fulfilling aspect uh, in just like stretching your muscles creatively, or you know, just being around people who are who share that same same sort of um, uh, mindset? You get as idiosyncratic as you like. This whole experience was was more than I could have expected it to be. I you know I've done I've done more so stage stuff. I've been in plays and the main characters in a couple of them. You know and. Uh, and writing's always been a big deal to me. I've always wanted to come up with and write stories and ideas. And um, and with something like The Last of Us, you know, when the first one came out, it was such a surprise to me. You know, like uh, it was, I had a, a you know, kind of like Becca said, I was in for action, horror, stuff like that. I've always been into zombies. Resident Evil has been like my biggest thing. And then to see that something was coming out that was similar to it, but it seemed more action packed, especially being by Naughty Dog who created Uncharted. It's like, you know, this was a no brainer, you know? So um, I was I was super surprised by it. I even went to like, I, I was so upset still to this day that I didn't get like the deluxe version because you could have got the statue and everything. I just, <laughs> I went and bought it just kind of like on a whim. And the whole thing was, it completely changed my outlook on stories within games in general. And like never have I ever felt this way emotionally playing a video game let alone any story in general and mm. with characters that i cared so much about and yeah. so yeah i think you know so being, sometimes i go into that levity aspect but um 
uh, and I'm, I'm having a whole bunch of fun. You guys, are, you guys are my people, as I say, definitely. Um, <laughs> right back at you. But I might even, I want to throw it to to Sai Kong in terms of yeah, um, just the mood of this thing and and the the heavy. It's 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 among the heaviest and most real and and raw and uh, and unfiltered human experience kind of media out there. You know, I, I always say that. Uh, the best kind of entertainment is you, you can come away from it uh, with actual takeaways, like life takeaways, you know? So you as an actor, you as a human being, The Last of Us, go for it. Yeah, Albert, I gotta 100% agree with you on that statement, you know, it's just... Playing The Last of Us 2, part two, I, I kind of rushed through it because I was trying to avoid all of these spoilers and shit, right? And so I was kind of like, oh, let's just get through this because I'm, I'm, I'm tired of like trying to scroll past any type of Last of Us 2 stuff I see on social media. So I kind of rushed through it, but by the time I was done, I was so emotionally drained. You know, I was kind of like, I think I was trying to like figure out what was going on. I was feeling like, I felt kind of grumpy. I felt weird, you know, after finishing yeah. the game. And I was like, what is going on? I was like, have I not been getting enough sleep? I know it's COVID and stuff like that, but I got time, you know? And I was like, and I realized that it was just how heavy emotionally the game was. And it was, I still like, I still, there's a lot of things in the games that. And Saikong, um, that's you. You press those buttons. That's the thing. This isn't some Tarantino or whatever, like you come and see, which is these really heavy, like, uh, you know, World War II or whatever. Like you're protected in some ways by the cinema format, by the fact that you have that indemnity. It's not me doing it, but with yeah. you in, in interactive, that's what the talk uh, in Melbourne I'm giving is that it is the future of art, not just because uh, it's because it's so interwoven with tech and and humanity's going more techward. Like interactive, it it makes you really ask yourself. Like you were someone who, on any level, even if it was pressing a button, was willing to cave that woman's face in or mm -hmm. slice up that emaciated person. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so and so then, what I think is what is now as I segue, I'm going to segue to Tommy soon, but a bit more Saikong chime it is is the idea that you take that's why first of all i don't know how, why we haven't covered it but yeah neil Druckmann, he had one one smell he's this fucking pioneer in this medium he he works with the hbo on the series and now he's he's in for the film so they are so just like with kojima they are so like apt to be together like these two mediums like neither canceling the other out like they're, they're carrying each other forward they're elevating each other uh yeah man i mean it's it may be a bit abstract to kind of throw at you saikong but like the interrelationship between film and interactive especially with how like you know coming away from it as like i not only have i like in your research it's not like you watched a bunch of films that you were that character you know or that you witnessed and, and were interactive with that world in that way so uh did that inform some of like like i suppose the space you were in when you went into performing on the day yeah oh totally um it was so it was so bizarre like being getting there my first time come I, I came up for the shoot from los angeles so you know la is a desert and driving up there and i was like first time i got to that was my first time in oregon it's green it's see crazy. what i mean <laughs> so much it's, it's insane right and i was like yeah. dude this is just like the game right yeah. and so we're there and like being in that environment and then like I remember we were going to do a take and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at like right before Tom's going to say action and I'm looking at Becca and she's dressed up as Ellie and I'm like, oh shit. And then I'm looking at uh, Alessandra who played Dina and she's dressed up as, as Dina. I'm like, whoa, for a second, I was like, I got lost. I was like, 
is this is this for real? Are we actually doing this? We're making this Last of Us fan film? And I was that like, oh wait, I'm supposed, I'm supposed to be Jesse. I forgot. I forgot. You know, and then like Tommy's like action, and I start fighting a clicker, and it was just it was it was so bizarre. You know, you just made me think, Sai Kong. The closer we get, and we're getting very close, almost there in many ways. I had to. When I was pausing Last of Us Part 2, I, I, I really went up to it. I was like, I can't see a damn pixel. We're really approaching one-for-one one photorealism. Like, the Avatar yeah. game just announced they're just going to straight up drag and drop the same stuff from this, you know, what is building up to be this film that'll, you know, break the doors down on, like, what is possible yet again, you know, a decade plus later. Um, and and with with when you're playing Last of Us Part 2, it just, it's, especially when you're just standing in Seattle and you just hear the rain and you're looking and you see puddles and you see, for example, this was, they showed a gif of this in, uh, in Horizon is, uh, after it's rained, you can see, um, the, the water like evaporate because it's the, the sun now. It's like, how are we even talking about this? So I want to ask a, a quick little one to, to Becca, even though it's not first person, did you have a moment of like, wait, because of how authentic everything was, you're like, I'm, I'm in. But I'm in the game, but I'm the, what? Did you have a moment like that or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so to prepare like even more for the role, like I played through both games and the DLC um, and I would actually like, whatever was in the script, I would try and recreate in the game. Um, and like, I would take videos of it and then I would kind of practice. Um, and, you know, the, on the day, there was stuff that we did different as well. Um, and then, like, like a whole scene, like, wasn't in the script. Um, and it was, you know, it was, it was easy. Well, not easy, but, I mean, sometimes it was hard to think, you know, because I had scenes that weren't in the game. And I'm like, okay, well, now I've got to think about how Ellie, how maybe in the game it would look and how, um, what facial expressions would Ellie make to this and... Uh, body, lang body language, language, and all that, um, and yeah, like even when, even when looking at some of the comments, people are like, "This looks just like the game, like the yeah. third person," and um, like when I'm when I grab hold of the scar and I shoot the other two, mm. that looked so like yeah. you were playing the game. Yeah, you know? oh, a couple of, couple I, of uh, more than a couple. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and like every time I watch the film, I it's definitely some parts it's it really feels like you are playing as ellie um so yeah that was that was really cool and um especially like i loved the in environment we were in like especially the second day with the scars in the forest and it was raining the whole day mm. um that was yeah that was my favorite it was the best i can dig it i can dig it that's amazing and 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 uh, honestly like for me, the thing I'm looking forward to most in the HBO is uh, is seeing how they do the Seraphites, the scars, you know, and um, you know, I mean, I I find them intriguing. I, I see them as like the fallen idealism of wanting to restart the world in a, from a very pure place of okay so we can interpret this as a sign from the cosmos that we strayed too far into tech and the fact that you see these, you know, um, I, I guess I don't want to, you know use the wrong terminology to offend anyone but you know there's the 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 Amish thing of with the, the certain like pe people wear their hair in certain ways and in, in mm. as part of that environment and then you see them carrying guns and you're like oh man you know like i could and <laughs> yeah it's so uh, but that's me going on what i need to make sure won't become a gigantic seraphite tangent um <laughs> let's orbit back to, to psychon 
buddy um it is okay obviously if you're watching this listeners you know three two one spoilers how dare they do that to jesse everyone's talking about <laughs> everyone's talking about joel but what about the main j man for me Whoa. what the fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so unexpected <laughs> oh my god it broke all our hearts yeah I it's know. fucked and so the yeah so my um co-host Anne marie is is big like hashtag tessa gang like she wants hash like she wants tessa dlc and stuff like that it is very likely that um as we you know circle to to, to the you know we're gonna go we are gonna be coming back to to, to jesse's story with the hbo because there'll be that new adaptation and uh i mean playing as jesse would be so rad in some prequel type thing you know we, we live in a this isn't like complete just like idealistic fanboying or anything i hate that term it's just I, I i try to look at patterns and what could actually be feasibly possible so we do see you know left behind we do see would you would you dig some jesse dlc like would that vibe for you How would that? hell yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah well i think we all would <laughs> that'd be so um, cool just seeing yeah. how he became this insanely resourceful and like centered and you know my fiance and i she does like leadership mentoring and like emotional intelligence stuff we talk about like the masculine feminine and he is able to just again be have that levity but then he's so fucking reliable like he's so like centered and zen and even in that teaser where he's like you know oh you know in the in, you know in that dance scene or whatever he's yeah, he's yeah. very secure in himself he knows i think jesse out of many people in that world knows who the hell he is which makes it fucking heartbreaking when when what happens to him happens to him so yeah 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 so. no i have to uh jesse's character i think that's why he's he stands out because he kind of he's a little more he kind of knows who he is you know yeah, I mean? yeah. he's kind of like an unofficial leader i think probably yeah. amongst the younger people and in, in jackson you know and we so. just have a, a alternate universe where it's just he just goes he grows old becomes a mayor of jackson this <laughs> 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 Come on, Tommy. Can you can you start storyboarding that, please? Is that cool? Maybe you oh, can... sure, Thanks. sure. No, I think what's so cool is like Jesse's character. He's literally like a born leader, and yeah. you can. And I think that's what was so crazy is when Joel died. We get you know Jesse goes after Ellie, and they are together. And you're kind of like, okay, maybe what they're gonna try to do is you know maybe Jesse is gonna kind of take Joel's place in a way. Like this is cool. Like people really like Jesse. But what it really shows is that like, and I think Neil Druckmann talked about this when he, about making the game, we never know when we're gonna die. And mm -hmm. when we do die, it is never in the way we necessarily want it to be. It's always, it can be so random. Um, mm -hmm. And I think with him dying, it was just like, that's the thing. It was showing once again, Ellie brought all these people out here and over Joel's death, with her vengeance and then she gets screwed even more because he gets killed for a stupid reason that's about her again and it's just like i think that that is another very heartbreaking moment because everyone thinks he's gonna be like the filler for joel and they're like okay you know what that'd be kind of cool because he's dope and then he gets killed and everyone thinks tommy is dead at that point yeah, even though he isn't no. but it's just like what the and it, it hits you so hard because you're like oh my god ellie just like this was all just for nothing that's and what it feels like yeah well the, you just highlighted something for me man where at the end of last of us one we feel a lot of ambiguity in that moment towards joel and at the end and not but not towards ellie ellie's innocent however at the end of last of us part two we feel insane amounts of ambiguity about ellie you know yeah. she's no longer innocent 
And so, yeah. So confirmed casting, Saikong is playing JJ uh, in the upcoming film <laughs> <laughs> Grown Up Baby JJ. Come on, man. Like, I'm manifesting it. Yeah, in, the, in like set like 30 years or whatever. I don't know how the timeline works with that, but I will make it happen for you, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> but you're going to have to do motion capture as the baby too. Is that cool? Is that maybe? <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> you got it. You got it. That's okay. No, but again, I like to jump outside of the conversation a bit. See what I did there is when I think about the fucking ending of Last of Us Part Two, I need to make a joke because I will fucking lose it. When she loses that <laughs> yeah. fucking finger, man, I am shook. I am fucking Her fingers shook. still in the ocean somewhere. Think about it, guys. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> well, they probably got eaten by, you know, here's some type of bait at some point, you know. I was like, oh, look what I found. <laughs> oh, man, that's trippy. Uh, well, you, so you, when I say Last of Us, End of Last of Us Part 2, you guys thought about that, like, ocean fight, right? Obviously, with that. Um, yeah, yeah. And so for me, the end shot of, of with Ellie's finger, you know, how she can't play the song anymore. Like, literally, she didn't, she failed. Yeah. At, at, she failed at willingly seizing the cycle of violence. And... Uh, which is, you know, subversive to what we 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 held her up to the, be this hero, and I know that Neil, and I am gonna just like I love. First of all, I fucking love Knives Out, and I fucking love Lupa, but Ryan is now my textbook example of how to not do subversion right. Which is, you just went too far, like you just you fucked it up too much. But I was at never at no point. Even though there's a gigantic self gaslighting community out there, hashtag fucking ease the fuck up you know reddit.com forward slash the last of us two who are completely convinced that everything's all over and neil is the worst and all that for me every single one i'm gonna do a round table on authenticity here does anyone here think that at any point and, and don't be afraid like did anything ring as inauthentic for any of the characters in the last of us part two for anyone exactly inauthentic like just where it's like hey that, hey, that, that they wouldn't do that you know and oh that's that's coming from writing and it, it broke the the fourth wall you know? yeah you know after my first playthrough i had i was very confused um i didn't really know what to think and i'm like really <laughs> like i i was kind of like mm. but honestly the more i play it the more i understand why everyone did what they did um and i just definitely understand it more um so yeah, after my first playthrough, I was a bit unsure. But after each time I play it now, I love it more and I understand it more and get more emotions. And yeah, it's so, like a lot of the time yeah. people are like, why did um, why did Joel and Tommy trust these randomers so easy? Like Joel never used to be like that. Mm. And you got to realize like they were um, they had have been in Jackson, Jackson for. Uh, several years now which is, which is PG, 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 PG yeah Jackson people are normal you know yeah. it's kind of like you get to have your humanity come back to you in civilization mm -hmm. and um, that's the thing Joel and Tommy you know well first of all Joel and Tommy both lost that and you, and they talk about in the first game when Joel goes to Tommy and and Tommy talks about like you know, how surviving was so traumatic for him um, but Tommy was able to kind of changed first because he and Joe separated. He moved to that town with the dam and he mm -hmm. people and kind of got used to it. 
And that's why he gets him to come to Jackson. And then Joel, you know, was out just with Tess and he was still a smuggler and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But when he finally embraces this community of just, you know, human civilization and, and humanity again, I think he kind of starts to open up and there's an empathetic side to him. And that's why it's so sad is like, when he finally becomes so empathetic that he helps Abby, that's the person who ends up killing him. And that's kind of his karma, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I, I even think about the first game and when he did kill Abby's father. And yeah. in that moment, I'm like, you know what though? Like he goes up to the dude, he grabs a knife and stabs the guy in the neck. I'm like, he didn't have to fucking kill the guy. All he had to do no. was punch him in the face and take her and leave. Yeah. It was so like, in that moment, you see Joel just as like this primal killer and he kills the guy and he didn't need to. Mm. And then he goes to Jackson's there for five years and you can definitely see that he changes. Mm. I mean, there's even the part where um, the the one bar owner is is calling yeah. Ellie like a, a, a bad name about being gay with Dina and Joel could have fucking killed the guy right there and he probably would have if it was five years earlier and he didn't. Mm. You know, he kind of understood that it was society again and people have standards in society and he just kind of let it be. Um, and that's why it's so sad is once he becomes uh, just kind of a more of a normal guy again, that's when he lets his guard down and people who were like he used to be, Abby is like he used to be, she's a soldier, she's out in the wilderness just like he used to be, she kills him. So it's almost like his past comes back literally, yeah. the type of person he was comes and kills him. I want to so, honor the clarity with which you broke that down and just laid things out narratively, objectively. That's what the story is. And that is what actually occurred in both titles. And I want to highlight that in many ways, there's a narrative out there of people uh, creating um, narratives of justification uh, and rationalization for certain things. And that that is seen as, um, and, then, and, and that that is what's going on where people are like, oh, you're just throwing reasoning together to make it seem as though that this needed to happen. It's like, <laughs> my dude Tommy just like he just laid it out for you so and there is I believe there's there's something at least resembling karma in the universe and you know Astor and who we had an author who wrote about their um it's a novel called Dirt and it, he, she wrote it about Tommy and and Joel which may even at some point uh, maybe turn into a DLC of some kind I think uh, over time one thing I can see Naughty Dog doing is just assenting at least and being like, okay, yeah, you know, we can we can ha like populate that little nook of the story, especially with uh, how I love the work that uh, the, I love the dynamic of art and commerce where with HBO, with the Pedro Pascals and all that sort of um, Bella Ramsey and, and all of that when it's at that pitch, there will be, you know, some HBO people being like, people really love the show. So what what are, what are you exploring? What projects are on the table? For, H, for, for Last of Us. And that is very likely to be explored. And in that story, we will see that Joel did some messed up things. Like it's, it, we've, we've seen, he even alludes to it, you know? Like I've been on the other side of that, the ambush, you know? Who knows, like he's had to kill for, for like, you know, to keep moving on in the apocalypse. You can't like, if there's a, if there's a kid involved and, and he weighs it up in his head is like raising that kid. I just killed their mother. I just killed their father what is how and then he might have to in that spot make that decision you know to to put them out of their misery to not have to because he has to think about his tribe and that you know in the apocalypse we go into that scarcity mindset and it is 
very fascinating to see who can hold on to their humanity in those environments. And it is so heartbreaking that humanity gets punished, you know, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, man, heavy, but you captured it. I mean, uh, in so many moments here, I think my mon the montage of the explosion, like, for, for, for example, when I was watching that, when there was the Pearl Jam playing and the limbs fall on, 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 on Becca, it's like, for me, no, that's cool. Hey, and so you laugh, you laugh, but I, I, I think of it, that being, there are some moments, I would say 80% of this film is, is like just, it's a film. And then there are a couple shots where that I would say out of like respectfully, it's like, you know what? That is a good concept for then take two, let's get more realistic arm effects, more realistic blood effects. And that's a solid foundation to build the end scene on. A lot of them end scene, like cut print, whatever. Uh, and for that, the idea of, I mean, how emotional would that be of, of this woman, you know, this, this girl. And I love the intercutting between the innocence. There's that wonderful interplay between you know ruin and and beauty from the past you know i, I love that yes. and 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 yeah the I, that would really and i see what you were going for there which is you know this very sweet acoustic song and then it's just actual carnage and like disembowelment and uh, exactly, limbs yeah. everywhere and stuff it was it was really so that was fucking amazing i mean i guess this is naturally segued into talking to mr director and editor you know because we've done some roundtables um Okay, give me your first film, and it has to be the most embarrassing short film in the world. What did you make? What was it like? Come on, stop motion or something or what? Oh, um, I know. <laughs> no, I made a I made a lot of um, I made a lot of just like stop motion type stuff and crappy, okay, cool. um, you know, hype little film stuff when I first started with like a little phone, a little camcorder. Mm -hmm. But honestly, this was funny. Probably the most embarrassing thing I ever made was my first Last of Us fan film. <laughs> okay. I made, a, I made a Last of Us fan film. It was my senior year of high school. So the game had come out, I think, the year previous because I graduated in 2014. Mm. And I used my girlfriend at the time as Ellie. She wore a red Coke shirt. And I got this guy off of Craigslist. Um, and he looked <laughs> nothing like Joel. He was just <laughs> an adult. I had never worked with an adult actor. Um, so we put a wig on him. And we, he played Joel. We, he had this big beer gut. Um, and, uh, we just, you know, I, I we ran around this icon, come on, man, keep it together, dude. Yeah. It was just, uh, it was crazy. Um, okay, man. I think I, I ended up making it unlisted because I have the new fan film out and I don't want people like to see that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you go release it later. Uh, Special like, edition. Where I came from, uh, because it's bad, but you know, at the time I, I was young, I had just started film, like making films and yeah. to me and my friends, it was so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty awful. It's pretty awful, but <laughs> the, the, the love is there, you know. Yeah. The yeah. love and dedication, and you can really see, like, you know, this film we just made. This is what you can make with a micro, but like micro, micro budget, but with passionate people and some skill and a really good equipment. And then rewind. That was what you make with literally nothing, like cardboard cutout. But that's still the same passion is still there. And I don't think anybody would have thought that the person who made that film would make this film. Mm. But that's kind of the, the growth that goes there. And it was, you know, as the years went on, I was I was just dissatisfied with it. And I was like, you know what? I love this so much. I want to do another go at it. And I mean, obviously, I've, I've talked about how I want to continue and make more sequels to what we made and make more. and. I mean, it, it would be amazing if, if our team or crew was able to be a part of HBO or mm. I'm sure there will be tons of different movie companies and stuff that will 
get rights and make stuff in the future because this last of us thing honestly i feel like last of us is going to become like the marvel universe it's going to mm. just blow up you mm. can make things you can make stuff about the fireflies the scars like anything yeah. um so yeah i mean this is this is like a lifelong dedication honestly for me i think um i'm just so passionate about it i love it so much and it just is the essence of me it's the yeah. essence of like the type of stories i want to tell just like you know the kind of the darkness and the lightness like the the beauty found in such tragedy like all of that mm. um so i definitely like i think i'm going to be doing stuff in the last of us universe honestly till i die um, whether through fan stuff or it's professional um whether it's on the side as a hobby or i'm actually doing it as my career i'm definitely gonna be doing it and i'm sure that at least one or two of the amazing people we have here is also probably going to do that if not all of them keep um, the tribe together i i really think so uh you guys i'm i don't yeah the love is real for sure no um <laughs> and i need to again i just need to to speak some tea to that because that is um something that i in my own way with you know listen to some of those earlier hello i'm albert podcasts you know yeah like <laughs> it's very very you know bushy-tailed back then uh but you know filmmaking is a whole other level i've got quantum myth i'm writing stuff and down the line films and stuff that's for me in like whatever maybe a decade or something uh but i understand building foundations and what i i admire most of all is the the um leading from the creativity aspect leading from the art of it and the self-improvement aspect there's no there's no uh you know financial you know that's not the leading thing that's a component that's a byproduct and it's something that comes in to assist but it's not it's not what you lead with and when you were and i actually i kind of i kind of sort of when you were discussing that creative energy uh, and that uh, that resolution that clarity i could see it in your eyes of of the path that you're forging and over time um there's been it has absolutely happened with the uh, astartes with like game, games workshop or whatever there's this there's there's a thing where at some point as i mentioned you've already passed whatever i would consider to be that that threshold of like you know they've they've proven it um they uh, i'm i'm certain that uh, this has reached at least one of those 750 some odd thousand people was connected to someone who knew someone who knew someone you know and you are on their radar to some degree you know and my my admiration and, and my my resolve as a signal booster will be to chime in with you uh, over the years with these uh satellite projects you know uh that it is only a matter of time for me it's not an if it is just a when for e when each of you will get brought into that PlayStation Studios kind of sphere if they're going to be developing, you know, any number of things, you know, we've got they're, they're really branching out, they're doing Metal Gear, they're doing um who knows if they might do some Days Gone stuff. Um I think um you know some Silent Hill stuff, who the fuck knows. There's just giant teasers going on or whatever, but and we have Resident Evil coming out, you know, in September as well with you know the the film that they're doing that is just it's going to be set in the 90s i think you know like so i just see each and every one of you and i'm just looking at with each of you as this beautiful symptom of we've we've reached a point where we can collaborate where we are we do have access to technology which is very close closer at least than as you said 2014 with our cardboard you know sweeted <laughs> the last of us trailer like i was uh, you know i was i think i was like plugging in a 
or unplugging rather something. And I had, I had gotten really close to the screen and I, it was paused on, I think one of the scars, uh, you know, like the, the garb or whatever. I was like, I can see so much detail here. This is an amazing camera, you know, and this is, it just, that, that line is blurring to the point of being invisible between official and, yeah, and, and community created. And all of what I do is literally combining and, and making, I want to get eventually Neil and you on the same Zoom call. And I want to get you, Becca and Ashley, same Zoom call. You know what I mean? So that's the beginning, absolutely, of, of this. And it has happened. You saw with God of War, with Danielle coming on. And oh, yeah, that was it amazing. Creates, it creates networking. It, it further signal boosts your presence on various creative radars. And so with a resolve that each of you have exemplified, and when I went around, uh, you know, with the round table, just keeping who you are, doing what you do, and that is going to take shape in the form of this just being fully what you do, you know. Uh, I was astonished in some moments to be like, oh, wait. Oh, and I realized, like, no, no, like, these are just, they're filmmakers. I, I sometimes, like, yeah, that, you know, we haven't been able to jump fully into, like, doing it for a living or whatever, but you wouldn't be able to tell. And that, frankly, speaks volumes of just how much you you dedicate to like, you wouldn't know that this person isn't just making films and they're just like a filmmaker, you know? And you are obviously, but it is something where I just had a moment of, and I'll just say it, and this is not smoke blowing. Like, I, I don't think I've spoken to a group of creatives all in all on the one call. I meant it earlier when I was like, ah, oh, too much. It's just too much <laughs> talent and passion and clarity about each of your individual creative paths. So like fucking testament to you guys, for sure. Thank you so much, man. That means the world Thanks. to us. No worries. Yeah. Sure. I mean, once again, what's just so amazing about all of this, this was completely passion. This was not something that, you know, we're all doing so that because it's, we're getting a huge paycheck and we get to do it. Just for, you know, This was all just passion. This was a side thing. This was along on the side of each of our extremely, you know, busy, complicated lives that each person has. Each person, you know, works somewhere else and does something. And, you know, this was just completely something that we loved so much that we put that time into it. Um, and obviously, as Sai said, like he he drove, and you know, same with Rebecca and and Isaac flew in, and it's just like insane. All the passion that's put into it, everyone, um, everyone just did it because they love The Last of Us and they had faith in this project. And seeing it in that first day just blow up, and the amount of positive reaction over kind of negative because it could have blown up in a negative way. Mm. Um, but luckily it was positive and that was just so reassuring i think to everyone involved everyone was like yeah that insane experience we had that rain that trekking up mountains <laughs> and, you oh, know, trying to get everything shot before it's it's nightfall um yeah. it was worth it because this was not a film it's i put a poll up actually and you know i was like how long do you guys think it took for us to shoot this whole thing um, and a lot of people actually selected about 15 days. They thought it took 15 days of shoot, continuous shooting. I wish it, it's a <laughs> day. it was days Atlanta, but that full Oregon shoot, which is the majority of it with, with Cy and Rebecca, that was two days. And we only shot with Cy and Alessandra, Dina and Jesse for one day. We had one day to get all of those scenes. Um, no and- fucking way. Hold on. No, no, no. I can- yeah. But there was connection there. That was, and was there any rehearsals or anything or like? Um, No, it was all Skype. Shut the fuck up right now. Cause again, I'm Australian. So I I have license to just effusively (laughs) swear from love. Like seriously, (laughs) like Rebecca did some sort of self rehearsal. Um, We obviously 
trip, but we showed up and these guys fucking nailed it. They nailed it. I'll tell you what we did. Okay, go. Okay, so we, yeah, like we did the, we did a couple Zoom rehearsals and like spoke about the script and everything. Um, We got there, we were hanging out in the trailer, getting ready together. And then, Sai, we went out, me, you, and Alessandro went out. And before we, we walked to set, just took a bunch of pictures together. Yeah. Like that was, that yeah. was the best. So and I, you know, yeah, we'd never met each other before. Like, and just meeting you guys, I instantly knew that it was going to be a great shoot and yeah, great, no, like, family vibe. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got that vibe, yeah. definitely. I think it helped that everyone did their homework and everyone was so familiar with the characters in the world and were able to experience the game like much more than just on paper, you know, you can experience mm. the story. So when we showed up, we were all kind of like, yeah, I know what the deal is. Let's do this. Let's go, you know? And That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Becca was awesome. And when she was in costume the first time I saw her, I was like, I was almost in, like, in tears. Oh. You know? That's what it was like, you know? Yeah. It, it was incredible because, like, you know, the first, so the first day, so all the people who played the extras, mm-hmm. none of them, I think one one or two of them were actors who came. The rest were just friends of the person who owned the property. Mm-hmm. So they were not actors. They were just kind of bodies that we were able to get and they did great. But at the same time, those are the people I had to kind of micromanage the most to explain mm-hmm. them how to do what to do the shots. So the first day in Oregon, I shot with them first. That was the scene with the the bow when everyone was getting shot. I had to get all their shots first. So you have, um, you know, Rebecca and Sinel Sunder all getting ready. So there wasn't necessarily time to, you know, have a bunch of rehearsals at the beginning of the day and and then just do their scene mm-hmm. because I knew we only had, you know, a set amount of hours until it was nightfall and then they were they were done. So I had to shoot all of that and then we flew them into set. I think maybe we did one just kind of run through take and then we just went for it. We did a bunch of takes and they killed it. And that was kind of the the layout that we did going through. Um, and yeah, then it goes into the second day and it's raining like crazy. Um, we okay. go really so out. freaking cold. Oh my God. Rebecca <laughs> was really wearing, she's wearing like a, a disarmed hunting rifle, right? These props, these are like disarmed real props. Um, so she's wearing like a disarmed hunting rifle and she's got the shotgun over her shoulder like she has weight on her and um the hardest thing is obviously in the game it's one thing you could say that's unrealistic by a video game you know they have all this stuff and she's just right you know doing all this stuff we had to replicate that you know we had to show that so i'm like rebecca i gotta get you like crawling and walking <laughs> even with this stuff even though i know it's so hard so she was in the shit she was wet she was tired you know, she had Big all this blood stuff. all over my hands. It blood was so slippery. It was all <laughs> genuine. Every scream she made is Ellie. That scream when she runs with the machete and jabs her, that was just like pure adrenaline. Um, and even with the knife, like everything. And that's what oh, was man. so cool. That's great. No green screen, no studio, no air conditioning, nothing like that. And I was, I had um, a, a PA, she, she literally had a umbrella over me and Isaac was there literally stopping me from falling over. I, I would be back. He did up pull over a few times. And, <laughs> I had to just catch like, him back up, let's go. And push me back up before I fell. Yeah. And the camera would keep rolling super smooth. Like it was it was yeah. insane. I need to say uh, two things. First of all, it's you and the craft ultimately. And that is like no filters. Doesn't matter environment, doesn't matter time, whatever. 
if you're paid or not, whatever. It's, I, I, and that's what I saw from you, Becca. Uh, and so many elements of this speak to that spirit of it's just you and the craft there, you know, as you said, in the, in, in, in the, in the muck of it, you know, uh, number one, number two. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I, I, I know I keep looping back to it and I, I hope what I, what I hope most of all is that listeners and viewers, you know, on YouTube is really here and, and vibe right now with the energy of, of these kind of collaborators, creators here with the place that they're speaking from the experience. You can see it in their eyes. You can sort of tell that uh they they at at, at a certain point it, it just clicked that you know what we're just gonna create this from a pure place of yeah like passion um and uninhibited that's the thing we can get in our heads a whole bunch about like is this good whatever oh do i and if it is just you and this thing it just like life gets really simple when it's just you and what you want to do and things just like seize part for that sort of thing and so I see these figures and they're going to roll their eyes, but as like, you guys are all heroes to me for, for doing that in each of your respective roles. Um, for heroes to yourselves, to the people around you, because guess what? When Becca was doing that, person holding boom mic was like, actually, if she's fucking doing that, then I can, you know, and like the co-inspiration, all these invisible creative energies of, of unity that come together when everyone's on the exact same creative page. Uh, that's a testament to you as a leader as well, Tommy. Uh, and everyone, it's, it is on everyone in that egalitarian way to, to recognize that once you all collectively contribute to like the spirit of the project, then it, then it will carry you. And that's also, I feel as though what was driving like Becca going in that far is that it's just, I like to kind of just highlight that these things don't happen in a vacuum. It is just the result of accumulated coalesced passion and, and, uh, and, and craft and artistry and, you, you all have such amazing fucking paths ahead of you. I'm so stoked. This ended up being like, yeah, like my favorite conversation with the creator ever. Like, I'm going to also pass on to Russell Brownlee, who he shot in Tibet. He, I spoke with him for the Gojira podcast. Um, you have now officially joined the I was in the shit club of like, Ugh, rain, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so and I will pass on I'll pass on his contacts to you as well. He's just L.A. based and stuff, but. It's all about networking and it's all about staying, just staying, just keep being who you are and doing what you do. You're fucking killing it, all of you, for sure. Thank, Thank you so much. You so much. You. That means a lot. And you're so, you said it perfectly about, uh, you know, when you feel that passion and you're in it and you really don't focus on anything else. And that is, like, I really felt like Ellie. Like, as soon as we started doing that first scene, I'm like, this is it. Like, I don't want to break character like i really just got mm. in that zone like and and wanted to stay there for those whole two days mm. yeah. it's an odd it's it's never thing really wanted to leave it was just like yeah. it worked so well we like we worked so well off of each other and and kind of picked yeah. each other up to help with that i mean and i was i mean after after we were done i remember even calling tommy I was like man just i'm having a little bit of a like a a depression after just like i want to go back to this moment to like just seeing oh, just the first day you know it was just yeah. it was it was it was such an honor to be amongst everybody and like and there's a couple scenes even i gotta say like just where i i play an extra just getting killed by rebecca as ali and it was, it was so surreal just like you know like just being snuck up on and and stabbed in the neck <laughs> or like being i was the one blown up you know with the bomb and just like yeah. remembering like 
<laughs> the whole time just like this is this is crazy like i'm throwing myself on the ground right now because i'm being shot by ellie and it's it's like <laughs> the, the, it was so surreal to be seeing like my favorite character in the world you know being come to life and 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 being in front of her and knowing that that we all have a part in this and creating something as good as this and that felt so authentic to us and i mean you heard everything within her voice and her performance how how real it was and how passionate it was for for everybody and just in those moments you you uh you really got to sit there and pinch yourself because it's yeah. it's happening in front of you and you, you I mean, just said it there. The, it's it's it was all there, and I think it all shows on screen. I mean, especially the moment where I mean, we were all there. I think Cy, we were even done with your shots, and we it was a time where Ali sings to Dina, and we just sat in the trailer. We didn't have a fire. We made like a fake fire with the light. I'm just sitting in front of it like this, and just like taking it all in. And it was such a quiet down moment at the end of the day, and Rebecca singing <laughs> and with the guitar, and I'm just sitting there like ready to just ball because it was it, it was such a pretty moment at the end of a, a amazing day of shooting and having yeah. laughs and it was it was so perfect what was cool as well is the light was so bright in my face that i couldn't see any of you i couldn't see the camera all i could see was my guitar and dina and so that was really cool you know you know what, yeah. Tommy? He's checked out. He's he said everything he needs to say. He's an artist. <laughs> he doesn't have time. Yeah, he had to go. He had to go get Busy. some tissues real quick. He's remembering. He's well. crying real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, we're, we're just we're just dragging on you, man. Um, yeah, I want to say, and Isaac, you said it beautifully. It is a thing of of. Uh, I, I like how you. I was just. It was on the verge of. Um, like my next comment was going to be about honoring. It's like you honored yourselves, you honored one another, you honored the spirit of the project. Uh, you you understand, you understood intuitively just from. It's like it's like the Last of Us, and this is, speaks to what Tommy said about like I'll I'll either be making Last of Us material or from the same space of authenticity that the Last of Us comes from, whether that's sci-fi, whatever genre, you know, in any kind of. It's because it is a standard. It's like if you put the Last of Us and you think Last of Us, it's just oh wow we, we we don't fuck around here like with last of us stuff it's just about one for one what is the raw moment here what is the actual real true moment here and uh we could absolutely do with as much authenticity in the world as possible where <laughs> we can sometimes like contrive and try to give impressions of instead of just being and uh I am so always so honored and energized by speaking with people who it's like they've on they're on a path of being who they are uh, with all their influences, with all that, like their, their curiosities of, you know, different subject matters and, uh, and especially in that creative sphere where just by them being who they are, like over the course of this one hour and almost 30 minute chat, you've had people like tuning in, leaning in, like, you know, mowing their lawn, taking their kids to work, being like, actually how Becca just said that about acting and how Isaac just said that about producing, Sai Kong acting, Tommy directing and editing. Man, like that is inspiring. And again, giving voice to those little invisible moments is, I love to highlight that. So, and that's it. Tommy just doesn't give a fuck anymore. So, you know what? <laughs> Tommy, I'm fucking sick of it. You know what? But I this thought is too much. He's like, we... I, I can't handle this. <laughs> Listen, oh, you got a problem with me, um... man. We can talk about it, you know? But anyway, I was, okay, actually, sh jokes on Tommy because now he doesn't get invited. But I was about to say, look, obviously all of you if you come to australia fucking let us know we'll we'll have a little um 
feast in your honor or something. We'll just like oh, man. the missus oh, and I man. are like we're I'd like, I'd love to just do sit it and shoot this shit again. You know, just okay. to talk to you guys in general. Oh, absolutely! I mean, You're part of the family now. Oh, thank <laughs> right back at you, man. It's, I'm serious. It's been perfect. Yeah, and and because it, I am an actual insane person, I I really enjoy all kinds of administrational like i i like to create all the different outlets and reach out to all the people and so there's god of war like look through all the different sites there's all the different outlets and i'm no dilettante like i love these fucking things to their core like i can talk extensively about them so um we have uh, kojima we spoke with kyle card who did some death stranding stuff he's a friend of mine now again networking and stuff crest like crossed uh you know the the f it's also i woke up at 6 a.m so i'm allowed to be a little bit like, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah i realized that i was like yeah the time difference is so crazy you the are crossing up early for this yeah that's which right. we appreciate no it's worries. a nice nice thing to start your day with huh i mean mm -hmm. like the nicest and you are all the nicest i didn't even ask isaac you mentioned you worked at naughty dog what's I was just joking, yeah. You fucker. Because <laughs> I was like, like, you wanted to break the tension as well, like the kind of the icebreaker, just like yeah. a joke right off the bat. Yeah, I can do it. You know what? Yeah, it, it We're having was, fun without uh... Tommy. I don't. I don't think we need Tommy, frankly. You know what? I. You know what? Becca, you're the director now. Oh man. <laughs> I can do it. Well, hopefully he's not. Hopefully he's not freaking out. You guys have te like you can text message him. Just be like, "Hey, chill, man. It's all yeah, good." Yeah, I'm, just... I'm gonna check on him. We're know? just selling your name, <laughs> yeah. you know, building a case for defamation so that he can then. <laughs> you know, you know what's what's uh what was what's great about him is just so we tell him now so he doesn't hear me um yes. talking too much about him. <laughs> um, is that I I you know the first time we talked it was it was a very kind of like you know getting to know each other and understanding his style and everything right because I've seen like I said I've seen some of his work he's actually you know, done so many music videos and his short films have been amazing. Like if you haven't checked out his channel and seen his other short films, like they're, they're the stories spam behind me. him as well. Spam me with I everyone's will. IMDb or whatever. Like, I just want to find, like, look, I want to see everything. Yeah. That's, gonna... that's a, uh, yeah, we're coming into making, we're going to be able to make the one for, for the last of us very soon. It's, it's getting its, its last, uh, last little tweaks right, right now. I looked for it. Um, I was, I was disappointed. I was like, yeah. Mr. IMDb, Henry yeah. J. IMDb, I am angry at you. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's been like, it's been super fun being able to talk to him and, and to get this far with him and, you know, and, uh, and, and to now be writing with him for the, the, con the continuation of this, this whole, this whole world we've created with each other and everything and and to be, be able to come up with with original ideas as well you know he and i are have, like i said just on the way to location and are just leaving from the airport we're able to talk about like two different movie ideas to come up with you know just like just yeah. on the way there and just to see how well we rip off of each other and how well he's he listens to ideas and and is able to work off of of uh of, of any situation we had you know many situations where it was you know you know what we're going so well with each other let's just let's just roll with it from here you know or he he's able to adapt to a lot of certain situations that it's just like you know we, we couldn't have done it really without him you know being able to to helm this this project sure. and uh sure. and and so having having that was was also surreal and how supportive he was of everybody as well it just it made it it made it all really happen and then like i said just kind of set the tone for everybody here you know i mean right off the bat 
you know, he will be very grateful that his zoom died out because he wouldn't have said that if he was still on the show yeah no i, I don't tell him anything <laughs> <laughs> no man that's beautiful and you just made uh neil a uh, shout out or oh, halle gross whoever maybe from the naughty dog tu- crew like tuning in or whatever we do get some people thinking because there is the last of us official podcast and then there's us mm. the community podcast mm-hmm. so some people chiming in but uh you just made him and and the, the people in that sort of sphere, like the, you know, the, the producers and stuff, very happy because to hear that someone is like, oh, you know, making something to, you know, as, a, as an adaptation, beautiful, they're honored. But I think Neil Druckmann and that, the, and this guy, I guess, goes with any project where there's that community adaptation and then hearing them, though, like the what really made them perk their ears up just now is that it served as a spawning ground for like original ideas for you guys like and that that is ultimately the greatest thing uh, i was talking uh, you know i do elden ring and and it was talking about how everyone's like, oh tolkien so influential it's like he just took from scandinavian myth and then he said like peace out thank you and then now you know george r, r. martin inspired by tolkien da, 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 da. and so i cannot wait to see for example becca like there is the film coming out called holler uh, director, female uh, director. Uh, it's amazing, actually. I need to tell you about it. Um, so it's not A24, which you would initially think it is. Um, uh, so holler film. And the reason why I just sort of throw names out there is like you need to get in touch with the, uh, Nicole Regal. She she is making this, and I I put her forward actually as someone who could jump in as like a, one of the directors of one of the episodes. So mm-hmm. vibe wise, in terms of of your performance, like that would be within what she's looking for for sure. So when we do some, yeah, so that um, uh, Sai Kong. So for me, I um, so yeah, I'm plugged into a couple of different things with 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 uh, with Kyle and the Death Stranding stuff. Like he, you know, Kojima is like this nexus of all kinds of like filmmaking avenues and for me i just kept getting alex garland vibes from you i don't know why it's like this the annihilation kind of thing so yeah he's great uh, dude that that'd be you would be amazing at anything alex garland has has written yeah i can dig it i can dig it well guys i gotta i gotta mosey i could easily fucking talk with you guys for like another four (laughs) hours but i feel like i made some actual like kindred friends today like so great to speak with you all Thank you so no, right much. Back at you. For yeah, thank this. you. Yeah. <laughs> My pleasure. I hope and, and let's do a quick roundtable. What's on for everyone else uh, for the rest of the day? Becca, what's what's next for you today? For the rest of the day, um, I don't really know. I mean, it's super hot out today. I'm like, just, I was going to go stare at the sun and just go like this. <laughs> like, I love the heat, but going on a hike in the heat is like, eh, do I want to? Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. not for me. It's okay. like 104 yeah. over here right now. I'm not a bad. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> ah, oh my right. gosh. Yeah. And Saikon, what's what's on for, for you for today? Uh, today, it's super hot too. I'm in Los Angeles. We're going to go get some Japanese food here with some friends a little bit. So we're just going to relax and enjoy my Sunday. LA mm. favorite part of my LA experience was the Missouri Grill was nice. Amoeba Records was nice, but I really love the sushi. It was so good when we went there. Oh yeah, yeah it's for good. sure. Sushi's all good in LA. There you go, uh, Isaac. You have two. You have to tell us what you're doing and that what you think Tommy will be doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm. Uh, I, I'm. I'm just gonna speak for him. Um, he just uh, wishes you well and says goodbye. He had to. He had to uh, go for a second. Um, but uh, uh, he. He is a. Uh, he has been directing and and um, uh, a lot of other music videos, so he's um, most likely editing and finishing those up as well as a uh, 
a another short uh, he's uh, shot a commercial i believe recently hmm. and so he's a uh, he's pretty much killing it every every five minutes i mean he has he's got projects back and forth you know it's hard to keep up with the guy <laughs> uh for me i'm i've uh i'm gonna probably get back into a little bit of work finish a little bit of my my writing as well but today is a, it's one of those one of those lo- lazy sundays it's been a busy last couple of weeks and so i'm gonna check out whatever else i have you know put away probably just get to work on that imdb page because everybody here deserves to get their okay. work seen and everything and uh and then you know just kind of take in this whole thing i mean and 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 talk to you about when we can talk again yeah <laughs> I, it's, absolutely it's been, it's been such an honor no worries man it's, and, and all, all mine honestly for sure thank you thank you so much man it's it's been amazing and, and you're you're quite the host and the, just speaking to you and your your whole outlook on everything as well has been has been amazing and i i, I really can't wait to speak to you again I, I think what rings true is that saying of uh, your reflection of those, the company you keep. And remember, as it's a bit meta, because I was saying you had that co-inspiration factor on the project with each other as friends, collaborators. You co uh, co-influenced like this this thing, which I, I mean, again, it's it's pretty early here in Australia. Uh, uh, I, I I frankly, you you guys remind me of how fucking important like community and connecting with one another and and like supporting one another is uh and all throughout i just had a mini kind of microcosm version of of what it would be like to to at any point like collaborate at some point with the i don't know creative stuff that'd be so rad uh obviously the giant fucking fuck off ocean between us is a bit of a problem (laughs) (laughs) we can figure it out you know Um, i have a cousin over there she got married to a to uh she got married to a wallaby man Sorry, I had. Yeah, yeah. He's, dude, he's, I don't want to go to work. So can I, can we just fucking hang out, man? Come on. Anyway, so no, shout out to your um to your amazing cousin, and no one should be marrying wallabies in this time time of day and age. Um, yeah, I clearly yeah yeah. So love and light to all of you, and you're just a fucking fun bunch, and I actually love all of you. So shout out, and um, let's speak again very soon. Look at all the outlets, whatever we can talk about, whatever. Okay. Till soon. Sure, let's find each other on Instagram and um, we will chat. Okay, sounds like yeah. a plan. I'll send you Thank everybody's you so links much. and say hi to everybody else for us. Absolutely, and, uh, I will. We're really looking forward to speaking to you again. Thank you so much for an amazing, amazing hour and a half or however long it's been. It's been a good time. I'm yeah. loving it, man. Giant hugs. Be well. Ooh, thanks, Howard. <laughs> take it easy. Bye. Take care, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.